Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell. 428-9494 is the phone number. 928-428-9494. Happy Thursday everybody. Hope you're having a good day. I am. Because it's Thursday. It's Thursday, right? One more day. Well, it's your Friday. It's our Friday, correct. Yeah. Victoria Silva with the uh, Safford Library joins me the first Thursday of every month and brings along somebody amazing. And <laughs> and you brought Elizabeth Henley. Yes. Hello. Good morning. We love Elizabeth. Um, and one of the best voices around. I want to stress that. We're trying to get, I, I'm trying to get Reed to like pick her up for commercial. Right <laughs> oh, thank you. I'd so, love it. I, I know. It'd be so much fun. So uh, we're working on it. I'm, 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 it. Look, it took me three years to get a third mic in here. So don't hold your breath. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's in the 10 year plan. Exactly. It's in the 10 year plan. Actually, I started working on cameras a while ago. Oh, okay. And that's gone nowhere so <laughs> that's after the cameras exactly <laughs> you got to take your priorities you know you pick your battles the Safford library you guys are so busy all the time what's going on now for the month of february yes it is february 1st and it's a long february this yes, year. yes and that actually plays into one of our programs because we have an extra the leap year this year so um but we'll start with monday we will have uh, be hosting the gila valley arts council uh, their presenter or performer for february's mariachi we are very excited to have them out um it's going to be a great show we're sure of it but it's a it's a large group so we're anxious to see how it's going to play in our, our program room i think there's 10 or at least 10 folks in there so we'll have them in the program room at the library at two o'clock monday it's it I, I love that the Gila Valley Arts Council makes makes these artists available. But, I mean, they ask the artists if they yes. will do this. It's not a requirement or anything. For those that can't afford maybe to go to the show. Or it's later in the evening and it's a... And I've done, well, I've watched the performance at the library and then I've went to the show in the in the evening and they do a really good job of giving you a nice, nice preview of what the show is actually going to be and... Um, but yeah, it's it's a great partnership that I know uh, Paulette and the Hill Arts Council work on quite a bit. Another thing to take into consideration why, even if you're going to the show that night, why you want to go to the library is you get to interact with these artists. Yes, it's more personal. It yeah, is. you can you can speak to them right after the show, and a lot of times um, they'll they do it at the main performance. They'll answer questions, but. If you're a little bit more shy in that big of a venue, you can come right up to them and have a conversation. And when there's a lot of people around, you may yes. not be able to get to the artist to ask a question or anything. But at the library, you can. Yes. So and and the artists that Gila Valley Arts Council has brought in, <clears throat> excuse me, um, they've all been very giving of their time and expertise and just really mm -hmm. kind with our audiences and and giving, which is really nice. Yeah, they do a fine job of, of picking artists. Well, one of the requirements, and it yes. is a requirement, that they go to the schools. Yes, it's part of their residency, yes. Right, so they're there to help kids foster an appreciation mm -hmm. for the arts. Correct. Um, but they do a good job of picking artists that want to do that, that aren't, exactly. that aren't doing it because they have to. Right, they're doing it as they want to pass on their knowledge to the next generation that's going to supplant them or succeed them and so many of the artists are international yes they are that you're exposing yourself or your family if you take your family correct um 
to people from completely different cultures. Right, right. Well, this last couple of years, they've really went more international. We had the group from Zimbabwe last fall. They were fantastic. And then we've had the Fitzgeralds, which are fiddlers, something very different. And we had bluegrass. Yeah, from Canada. From Canada. And then we had our... Canada's not international. Come on. Well... There it's are, across the border. It's someplace different. There are cousins. Come on. You know. <laughs> How much do we know of, as Americans about Canada? Um, okay. They're very nice. Free oh. health care. Right. Free health care. <laughs> um, there's maple syrup on everything. And poutine may be, it's definitely top five in foods. Okay. I ha- I've had poutine. It's it, yummy. Isn't it? I'm telling you. Yeah. It's, it's, have you had it? Victoria? No, I haven't. It's... Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like French fries with like a brown gravy and cheese curds. Ooh, that sounds really it's good. It's salty and comforting and just so yummy. <laughs> it's, it's really good. So basically, we don't really know much in depth about Canada. So I'm going to count it. The Fitzgeralds are international. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to count do have, it. They have ketchup flavored potato chips and it's really popular in Canada. It makes sense because as kids, a lot of kids eat potato chips and ketchup i never encountered that until my first wife and she would put ketchup on potato chips and i that threw me for a loop and then i learned canada it's like the popular chip wow in canada so yeah i i guess it's normal yeah well as kids i know i did it as a kid see i'm the abnormal one So yes, Canada's international. Yes. Yeah, but we've and that's just and that's just the beginning of what we've got planned for February. Yeah, uh, right. I was looking at my calendar for February. You know, we start programming back up with the new semester in January. Correct. But things really amp up in February. They There's do. so much going on. February and March. Yes. Yes. So we've got um, Hill Valley Arts Council on Monday, Monday. at two p.m. Yes. Um, because it's leap year and we've got an extra Thursday this month there, the library is going to do another trivia night. Our patrons had so much fun mm-hmm. at twilight trivia a few they months did. back. So our coworkers are planning another trivia night and it is, it's that last day of the, <laughs> it's the 29th. Yeah. It's the 29th at five from five thirty to six thirty at the library. Disney trivia. It's 10 and up. So Please, please, if you know someone and have, and they have someone that's 10 years old, they're more than welcome to participate. And you need to bring an electronic device because we use um, Kahoot, which allows you to do it. Uh, put your answers in by phone on oh, your phone okay. really quick. Yeah, yeah, just a real easy app to download to play the, to play the game. And Jennifer and Misty plan all of that out. When they, it was the Twilight trivia, we got, as a staff, we got to test it, test it essentially, test the the technology and then they got to practice going through their questions they put so some of them are are like oh i know this one and others are quite tricky so bring the disney trivia i'm sure there's gonna like before there but there's gonna be some questions where it's like oh i know this and others where it's like oh my goodness what okay okay they go in depth yeah i really oh i really hope we get to do another another testing of it all oh no we're going to okay good because it was so fun (laughs) They, they always want to make sure everything works. Sometimes it's a it's a straight up question. Other times it's an audio clue. Sometimes Correct. it's a video clue. It is great. So and they last time they had snacks that were themed 
I don't know what they're doing as far as snacks this time. Okay. But yeah, they're, that's the big thing. Trivia night at the main library or at the annex? Main library. Okay. Yeah, that's a program we'll do at the main library. Okay. And it's a lot of fun. So um, yes, it's 530 to 630, February 29th. If you receive your monthly newsletter, it should be coming in, um, but also there'll be some signage up probably in the next week or so. Do you need to pre-register or can you just show up? You can just show up. There is a cap around 25 to 30, so just be sure you're there early enough. Yes. All right. That That's the big one. Yeah. Short month and five Thursdays. It is, <laughs> it, it's the weirdest... <laughs> Just because of uh, we're doing Gila Idol on Thursday oh, right. nights, and it starts tonight, and uh, so unfortunately I have to miss trivia night. Of course. Um, and yeah, most of the preliminaries are now in February because we have. Five I did of notice them. that. Yeah. Yeah, and one in March, and then the callback. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, it's quite a buildup. It, it, but it's all in February this year, which is fine. February is the best month of the year. So why okay. why February? That's my birthday. Oh, of course. Oh, happy <laughs> birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> So, um, but yes, it's uh, great. I I love trivia. I wish I could be there. I really do. Even though I don't know very much Disney. And even when they did Twilight, um, they went straight to the books. They didn't necessarily use the movie. So some folks that came had really read the books, but they found some really good questions mixed. They they do their research. So um, this is one of those programs that they decided to try and it went really well and We'll probably continue to do those quarterly if we can. Can I can I offer one trivia question? Sure. And anybody who's listening can answer it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, the inspiration for Disney, the entrance to Disneyland. What is the inspiration for the the entrance to Disneyland? You mean with like the train depot and the little town square? Mm-hmm. Is it his hometown? No. Okay. It's a. Is it okay? Oh, I feel like I should know this. Do you know it? Now, I can't confirm this. This is this is what it supposedly is. Okay. It's Safford. He, what? He would supposedly, Walt oh, would come right. to Safford. He would watch a movie at the Safford Theater, look down Main Street, and there's the courthouse. Right. And that became the inspiration for, as you walk in, you see the train depot and, and the town square and... So that's supposedly. That's right. You're right. I knew it was based like on a main street and it's it's Safford. When that's did right. when did he come to Safford? How did I not know this? Apparently he was a regular visitor. Yeah. Now I do know the person I'm blown away right now. <laughs> you have the look on your face like you are blown away right now. <laughs> the the person who designed the layout of Disneyland mm-hmm. uh would come to Arizona on a regular basis. And was hired by Robert McCulloch, McCulloch Chainsaws, when McCulloch bought the land that became Lake Havasu City. So the man who designed Disneyland designed the layout for Lake Havasu. Really? C.V. Wood is the guy's name. And that's why there are no straight streets in Lake Havasu City. Everything's a circle and it brings you to the lake. Just like in in Disneyland, everything's a circle, and you eventually come back to uh, the town square. Yeah, you do. Okay. Oh, wow. I did not know that part of it. Mind blown, huh? That's that's all I know. know, (laughs) That's all. That's it. That's your extent of Disney trivia. Pretty much. And, And Winnie the Pooh doesn't wear pants and really needs to. 
I <laughs> think he really just he should. It's appropriate. It's the 21st century. Now it's a Disney op-ed. You're like, Winnie the Pooh. Come on, Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of shorts. That's all we're asking. Do we know... Piglet if Walt a, Disney ever went to Clifton or Morency? I don't know. This is one of those that, that I've learned late. So okay. I, I don't have any, I cannot verify any of this. But that's that's what I have been told over the years is that Walt would come. A lot of people would come to Safford. Right. A lot. I mean, but mostly musicians. Yes. Um, traveling between Texas and California, Highway 70 was the only way to get there. Right. This is okay. before I ten. So they would make a stop in Safford because it was on the way. Right. And they would play. So Fats Domino, oh, wow. Roy Clark, um uh Waylon Jennings, uh all the all the popular musicians, especially country, right, would stop. Uh stop in at Richard's music and and uh Dave Murphy will tell you because he played with them all. Wow, oh, that's incredible. And and so did um, uh, Dave Player. Okay, you know he yep. was one of the guys, and they would just sit in with whoever was playing here, and we had the hotels with right. the bars, and and they would play. Wow. So yeah, a lot of people, a lot of famous people would make their way here. I don't know why Walt would, but apparently he did, and would catch a movie at the theater. Wow. Okay. Mind blown. We need to put that in the trivia. So Danny Smith might be the one to really exactly. verify all of this. I could be talking out my hat right now. So. But that sounds vaguely familiar. Like I've heard that somewhere else. So yeah. you're not the first person to tell me that. It so. is based, yeah, on a main street. Yeah. Nice. So there you go. That's my Disney trivia. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> oh, wow. I just saw the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> Man, how do we top that story, Victoria? But we do have we do we, have, we do have a lot coming quite a lineup in February and beyond. The friends are are, are busy. at it again, and they've got another friends night out yes. that's going to be quite informative. The past couple of friends night out have been very specific to our region, yes, to our counties. Uh, they had the the cotton and, and agriculture culture. presentation. They just had our Gila Gila watershed presentation, and. Now, on February 22nd, uh, folks who come to Friends Night Out are going to have an opportunity to really investigate and learn more about mining in Graham County. Yes. uh, Freeport will have their operations manager. Her name is her name is Vicky Sapala. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. Um, She will be here to speak about that. That will be at the annex. The Friends Night Out have moved to the annex. pretty permanently they really enjoy that space it's a great space but yeah we're really excited um these presenters they've been bringing in have been really interesting really informative and elizabeth as elizabeth said very unique to our area which i think brings it, it it's really just a great way to kind of learn a little bit more about the history of the area as well um i've i've found through the decade i've been here mm-hmm. every every general manager for freeport has their own identity Mm-hmm. Some some like to really get involved. Some just want to run the things up at the mine, and I get that. But being so important to this area and having such an influence on the economy, mm-hmm. the opportunity to meet with the person who's, who's running the show here, right? I think is really really important. Yeah, I agree. I'm really happy that um, the friends were able to have her come down, and she's excited to come in and and speak to speak to what's happening there not only now but going forward it is it is what makes our community go 
you know, both minds. So, I mean, I, we live and die by copper. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and it would really behoove all of us to get to know the people that are shaping our economy. Exactly. Yeah. So. It's a great program. So it will be, um, it's a Thursday, February 22nd at 530. And it will be on our annex building. And the address for that building is 814 South Central Avenue. It's catty corner to um, Thrifty's. It's right behind the trains, the train depot. So, um, but please come and join us. And um, they have some other ones lined up that we're really excited about. Is that the Assembly of God Church that's across the street? There's a church across the street. Yes. I just can't think of which one it is. And I can't remember either. I pass it every time I go to Thrifty. I just kind of take mm-hmm. the street down to go to yeah. my house and... I, I look at it every time and I can't think of the name I can't of it. remember either yeah. what it is across the way now. But, but but yeah, it's right there. Yeah, it's right, right on there. Central and just go there. Yeah. It's a it's a great it, it'll be it it will be a great presentation and we're looking forward to it. And that space is really conducive to a nice gathering where yes. you can hear everything, you can see everything. It's not like you you're gonna be not like the sound is bouncing off the walls and you can't right make anything out. And I know that that's part of the reason why they've moved there. Our program room is great, but it's really big. It is. And it's meant, it's not really meant to do presentations on that small of a scale. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a great venue. We really enjoy using it. Yeah. It's a great fit for that programming and for the friends. Yes. Uh, City council meetings in the programming room can be tough sometimes when a council member doesn't use his microphone. They've gotten better at it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but when they don't, it can be a tough year. Cause it's a big, yeah, it's a big, it is a very big space. Yeah. yeah. So, so the annex is great for this sort of thing. Yes, I agree. Yeah. It's very nice. And do you want to talk about the other program they have coming? Cause you have it out in front of you. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, the friends, um, the friends also, they have an open book club once a month. Right. That's the third Monday of the month. Okay. Typically. Yes. And for those folks who want to join a book club, but maybe feel constrained by, oh gosh, what what are what's the whole group reading? Yes. Will I get the book in time? Will I have enough time to read it? What if I don't want to read the book that the book group has chosen? What if they don't want to read a book that I'm suggesting? The nice thing about open book club is that one, it's open to anyone. Mm-hmm. You don't have to commit. You can go every once in a while or Mm -hmm. to every book club offering. And the other nice thing about open book club is it's open to whatever you've read. Uh, This group of folks comes together. um, The next meeting is on Monday, February 19th at 530 at the library. And what have you been reading lately? Bring that and discuss it with the group. It's a nice way also to get a sampling of maybe what your next read will be. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a book. It could be a brochure. It could be a magazine that you've read. And um, there's a couple in that group that they don't necessarily read a book, but they'll read something that really sparks their interests and sparks, you know, conversation. So, um, but please, yeah, come to that one. And in particular, the reason why February 19th is a little bit different is that Joyce Benvenuto, she's a local author. Um, she will be actually at that, um, that book club meeting and she'll be talking about her book, passage with frequent stops we have copies of it at the library if you like to read beforehand um but she's a pretty well-known uh local author and she's really excited to talk about i believe this is her fourth book that she's speaking about so um she generally writes poetry with a little bit of narrative so it's semi-autobiographical but it's got some poetry in it as well it's a little unique 
open. I, most book clubs, I think, are intimidating to the average person. Yes. If, if you're not pals with everybody in the book club, it can be very intimidating to join one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, plus, not every selection is for you. It's for everyone, you exactly. Know, I love the idea of an open book club. That sounds really cool because I've been I've been sold on books by people. Right. And that's what it is. A lot of them come out and they're like, I didn't know this author existed or, um, oh, now I have my next two reads. So it's a great group of folks. And as Elizabeth said, you don't have to attend every month, but it's just to kind of share what you've been reading and gain some new perspectives. And and these folks read all across the all across the line, across the gamut. Enthusiasm goes a long way to selling a book. It does, exactly. 428-9494. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more with Victoria Silva and Elizabeth Henley from the Safford Library right after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell, Victoria Silva, Elizabeth Henley are here talking about everything that's happening at the library. Um, during the break, you had mentioned uh, something special coming up for the cooking class this month. Yes. Um, so those of you that attend the Extension Office cooking courses with Cindy Pearson, um, we will be having uh, our next program February 7th at 10 a.m. and 5 p.m., um, one of our coworkers, um, Mo, he will uh, be doing a regional dish. Um, he's originally from Egypt, so this is something that um, he's going to be sharing with the public. We're really excited about having him um, come out and demonstrate for us. And you will get samples, as has happened in the past. Um, but yeah, that will be on February 7th at 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. So if you are interested, that will be at the Annex building, the Library Annex. Um, and that's something we do once a month with the co-op. We have a, a cooking class or demonstration at the beginning of the month. I don't know of Egyptian dishes. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I know of them, but I can't think of any off I the top of my head. And he gave us, um, we do our Spice of the Month Club, and one of the recipes was Alexandra Rice that he did, and it was really good, and that was some months ago. But um, we do that program as well. So you can also pick up your Spice of the Month for February at that program Very good. on the 7th. Um, speaking of food, that reminded me, I do have to pass this on. Got word, uh, the lion said no powwow for February. Oh, okay. So I know some people like to go to powwow and then they like to go to the cooking classes. Yes. What can I do, you know, to use the stuff I picked up? Uh, apparently Borderlands struggling to get uh, surplus Really? Fruits and vegetables. It's two months in a row. Yeah, I, that's right. They canceled it in January. So I don't know if there's something happening in Mexico and Central America with production or if the buyers are are getting just what they need. Because oh, okay. you know how it works. It comes over and then, you know, Safeway and mm-hmm. all that. They buy their food. Whatever's left over goes into this program. Right. So maybe they're just bringing forward whatever's being purchased. With no surplus, I'm not sure. Oh, okay, okay, that's good to know. So yeah, no, no powwow this week or this month. Well, it'd be the, it would be this weekend, wouldn't it? Would have been this weekend, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and one other thing we did want to mention is um, the Graham County Health Department um, will be starting a program, Seniors Living Well. It's a free ten week group program. Um, it'll be for individuals sixty years of age or older. 
Um, the library will be hosting that program, but to sign up, you would contact the health department. And that program will start on Tuesday, February 20th at 10 o'clock. And then, but if you have any questions, just call the health department um, and they will direct you and get you signed up for that. So that's a program that um, is new and they'll be offering and we're happy to host it. Do we, do we know anything about that? What what it is? You're just you're just serving as host. We're just serving as the host. Yeah, it's specifically dealing with mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's part of their their initiative to to have more mental health uh, programs and services for the community. Well, I, as I've learned at a friend's night out mm-hmm. at the library, the best way to maintain good mental health is to stay stimulated. And Correct. The library is a place of stimulation. So, of, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, really, it is. It is. It is. And it's, it's, they're not the libraries that we grew up with traditionally. So um, they're, very, they're very much community spaces now. And it, it's a great thing, really, to, to be able to provide these kind of services. So Yeah. So I'm guessing Rosa over at the <gasps> health department? No, it will be Remy Smith. Oh, I don't know Remy. I don't know her either. She's okay. um, fairly new. So. Okay. Um, but we're I know Rosa is yes. the communications person. And yes. Yeah. So. I believe Remy works more with Jennifer Labrum. Oh, okay. Over with the, the mental, health. mental health. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. So um, that will be starting towards the, on the 20th. As you said, during the break, we did pack a lot of stuff into that week of the 19th <laughs> unintentionally. <laughs> um, did you want to talk about fun with math and science or bilingual story time starting up again? Sure, yes. Bilingual story time, we're starting it back up again. Um, We usually do about three or four months in the fall and then another about four months in the spring. And that's how we structured the the academic year, if you will, for bilingual story time. So that resumes from where we were on hiatus and we resume in February. We are the first and third Tuesdays of the month. Uh, You bring your kids to story time as you ordinarily would on a Tuesday. It starts with open play, which is something the kids are really used to with that procedure. And then when we come to the carpet for songs and stories, um, each month we feature different vocabulary. So for February, we're focusing on parts of the body. So we're going to be singing some. We're going to be singing songs like um, "Dos Teritos." Um, no, excuse me, "Dos Manitos y Diez Teritos." Um, two hands, ten fingers. Uh, we're going to be singing "Cabeza, Hombros, Rodillas y Pies." head, shoulders, knees, and toes, and um, then we're having some books to support that. What I love about um, this particular topic is one of the books we choose is actually Head to Toe by Eric Carle, mm-hmm. and we read it, um, the translated version. And so uh, the, the question that repeats itself in that book is, can you do it? And so we ask them in Spanish if they can do it, and then they get to do, if you're familiar with that book, each each there's a different movement on each page. So they'll get to move their bodies and engage in that way. Our families that come and the kids that come are getting um, mm-hmm. familiar with the routine that we do at bilingual story time with our similar opening and closing songs and um, are really enjoying building that vocabulary. Mm-hmm. You know, our goal with bilingual story time isn't to create fluent preschoolers by any means, but what we, what we know Um, studies have shown is that folks who are being introduced to another language, building that vocabulary and brain development equally enhances their language learning and growth in their 
native language, whatever right. that language happens to be. So um, that's just one of the many reasons why we're offering this program. Mm-hmm. It's a great program. Um, so yes, if you have um, a zero to five, it's for zero to five? It's for zero to five. Okay, zero to five, um, the first and third Tuesdays of the month at 10 o'clock at the library. Um, we have bilingual story time. So um, it's the program's grown quite a bit from when you started it three years ago. Oh gosh, I guess it was. <laughs> I started at the library and then pretty soon after that, Araceli and I launched bilingual story time. And we've learned so much um, through the past couple of years right. of what this program can be or could be. And then catering it to the needs of our community and the needs of our patrons who come mm-hmm. regularly to use the library and the library services. So our bilingual story time actually is it, so we did some trainings, you know, and brought our own uh, library programming expertise mm-hmm. to the table. And really what we, Araceli and I have created is nothing really like what we experienced yes. in our trainings of what other libraries do for bilingual story time. And that's, I think, what libraries do. You have to respond to mm-hmm. uh, what's going on with your community and the needs of your patrons. And I think, we, I think we've hit a good balance with that. Mm-hmm. Has there been... Um, throwing you a curve i'm sorry has there been any thought of uh sign language the reason i ask is is my grandson's on the spectrum uh deals with with communication issues Mm -hmm. and uh the speech therapist said sign language will help really and and it has so every now and then he'll sign something and then we'll repeat it and then he'll repeat it got it and it's like oh okay so he's learning Right, it's another tool for expressive language. Exactly. Yes. So I was just curious if. I mean, I sometimes incorporate yes. ASL um, at story time, uh, where it fits nicely. I know. Um, I yes, just like with um, I was saying with the points with bilingual story time, those those same things apply. Right. That's why I asked. with ASL, we haven't fully explored down that avenue. We haven't, and we we've talked about it. We just don't know if there's enough community interest to offer it. And we'd have to find someone that's qualified to teach right. it. So that would be the other obstacle. Yeah, not but just fluent, but qualified to teach. teach yes. Right. Two very different things. But yes, it is something we have, um, could be a potential down the line. So just a thought. No, yeah, it's a good thought. If anybody wants to learn more about any and all of this, where do they go? Saffordlibrary.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Safford Library. Or TikTok. Or TikTok. We jumped into that 21st century. We have. Although the easiest thing is go to the library. It would be the easiest thing. But <laughs> if you have questions, uh, but if you want to check us out online, we have a few ways to learn a little bit more about us. Outstanding. Victoria Silva, Elizabeth Henley, thank you both so much. Thank you so much for having us. It's always a pleasure. And thank you all for listening as well. I'm out of here for now, but I'll be back tomorrow. Till then, have a great day. Bye.